0: Hello and welcome back to this episode of Soul Purpose. This is number something. It's a mystery. You know why it's always a mystery to me when I record these? Because sometimes I just record these to record them. And sometimes I record them and I'm like, wow, this was funny. I'm going to freaking upload this. And sometimes I record these. I listen to them. I feel kind of questionable about it. But then once I get the title and then album art on it, and then I've listened to it. I'm like, yeah, actually, put that shit out there. That shit's raw. So here I am, episode question mark, question mark. And um, I just wanted to talk on here and be like, I don't know. I genuinely was just like feeling kind of reflective today. I had therapy today. So you know that I'm really reflective and pondering in this moment, in this time, in this minute. And it just got me thinking a lot about um, myself because I am going to therapy every other week. Uh, I It's been hard for me to keep track of like time recently for some reason. Maybe it's just because of January and the new year, but it's like, how is February already over? And, you know, I feel like we go through this every year and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why does time change and months going by freak me out sometimes when I can't realize what day it is even like Valentine's Day seems like forever ago but I'm like at the same time I'm like wait how is February over but you know I'm just preparing for this trip with Jordan and this is going to be next Saturday it's crazy at this moment at this time at this day it's kind of crazy because I'm just like, I was at work yesterday and Casey was like, dude, your vacation's next week. And I was like, no, it's like in two weeks. Um, No, it's fucking next week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's so soon. And I feel like if I was a kid, like when I was in high school or elementary school and you just have like something to look forward to that's different from the day to day, like when you're young and you're looking forward to a field trip or if you're kind of high school age and you're looking forward to like a dance or going to like Disneyland or Universal or just you know just doing something different than going to school but I feel like before I wouldn't be as nervous I would be counting down the days you know I'll be like wow seven days from today six days from today And I feel like that would make me feel pretty present. But also, you know, like you're just at school and you're going from Monday to Friday. It's easy to kind of count down the days that way. But now that I'm looking forward to this vacation and the days are counting down, instead of getting more anxious, I mean, spoiler alert, instead of getting more excited, I am getting a little bit more anxious. This is going to be the first international trip I take with Jordan. We've gone on multiple vacations before together. I think the longest trip we've been on together is like maybe the seven day. No, I think we only spent, I forget how much time we spent in New York. It was definitely probably like five days, but that was our longest trip together. And it was actually really fun. And we felt really bonded after that. But then when we're going to Japan. This is going to be 12 days, dude. That's a lot of time. And it's not that I'm nervous to go on a vacation with my boyfriend. It's just that my anxiety is like, it sparks up when I I have little control of things. And in the grand scheme of things, I have control of very little. So A plus B equals C, I should be anxious right now because I can't control anything. But I think because of, you know, going somewhere new and (laughs) not wanting to like, you know, have anything go too wrong or the just the anticipatory anxiety of just doing something new just in general, even though going to Japan has been something I've been looking forward to a lot. I just feel like kind of nervous for some reason and (laughs) leading up to today. I've definitely been telling a lot of people about the movie Taken, the one with, I think his name is Chris Nolan. But basically, in these movies, I've, I watched them in middle school probably. And it's basically about this guy's fucking daughter that's like on a fucking trip and then she gets fucking kidnapped, bro. But then the people who kidnapped her don't realize that the guy, their dad that they're reeling, they're reaching out to for a ransom is a fucking spy FBI CIA. He's like some fucking crazy ass title with the ABC's in it, and then he just has to work his hardest to fucking get his daughter back. And if I'm not mistaken, I feel like there was also a taken movie but it had Jackie Chan. Is that the same Universe, is that like the same principle, different story, different dad, you know? But damn, I loved watching uh movies with Jackie Chan in them when I was younger, even like Rush Hour, that shit was sick. I was just like, wow, he's so cool. <clears throat> I may have also had a crush on him so. <laughs> So yeah, the movie Taken. Um, I don't know why that movie scares me a lot, especially when I went to uh, Phoenix in September, this last September. I was definitely really nervous traveling alone. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to think for my safety, you know, like how do I look the most intimidating right now? But really, I just looked like I was lacking sleep probably. And um. The Portland trip that I went to with uh, Kendra and Ashleya, I feel like I wasn't that nervous because it was like a group setting, and let's not freaking lie—I'm the fucking alpha of that group. If they're both listening to this, and you know, maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but um, I'm excited to see their thoughts on what that statement, on my statement of saying I'm the alpha of the group. So you know, I guess my anxiety is it's over normal things which is why I feel like it's not really debilitating me into like a state of like being fucking like fight or flight and just fucking doing nothing and like freezing being unable to make a decision um but something that I learned in therapy was to like quantify my anxiety my therapist Carla shout out Carla hey she was saying that there, if you put a number to your anxiety, then you are able to identify if it's a normal reaction and a normal emotion that you should be feeling at the moment, or if it is something that may be a little exaggerated. Maybe you need to take a step back, reel it in, you know, just be aware of uh, your mental standing and get grounded again. For example, a 401. I would probably put being late to work. I feel like being anxious about being late to work in my circumstances is, um you know, you can have anxiety about being late to work. But at the same time uh, where I work, it's not the end of the world if I'm a couple minutes of late. A couple of minutes of late? Jesus. It doesn't matter when I'm a couple of minutes late. And I, you know have a good relationship with my coworkers that that's not really an issue and it doesn't really affect the patient care. So it's okay. So I would rate that as a one. And as a 10, I would definitely say something that's like very anxious moment is like somebody dying, you know, something very tragic happening unexpectedly. That would be a normal circumstance to feel a 10. It's very powerful. Right. And so let's say I'm doing like an everyday thing like doing my laundry and all of a sudden I feel 10 out of 10 anxiety um that's not really a normal reaction and it definitely is because I'm feeling some sort of way so in that instance I would just like pause and be like okay like what's going on why do I feel like 10 out of 10 anxious but what I'm actually doing is just something really monotonous what am I thinking so being able to quantify my anxiety has definitely helped me to like put um a spotlight on when i'm thinking fucking crazy and because of that it feels like i am definitely in more control of my emotions and it's very nice to think that i'm the one controlling my emotions it leaves more energy for me to just enjoy and um not get too put up on things that that don't really matter that I don't have any control of and that's okay you know I go back and forth a lot between things Um, especially how I feel like I feel like I definitely am the song run away by Kanye West you know he's just talking about how he has to run away and how he's a monster and how he m- is bothering the people around him and it's um it sucks because the the way he's bothering the people around him is that he's just not feeling good himself, you know, and then um, trying to compensate. And then, you know, all the ugly shit starts to leak out and affects your surroundings, even the people uh, uh, outside of you. And so I definitely feel like I try to run away and hide away from my emotions a lot. And then sometimes there's just one brick that goes on that clicks in a certain way that just starts making me pretty hyper aware of everything that's upsetting me and um, I just explode because I bottle it up and I feel like you know I'm used to like growing up and hearing terms like don't bottle up your emotions it's bad for you you know I never really understood what that meant I always used to think like oh I'm a pretty calm person like I would never explode like that I would never shout at somebody and get angry And I was associating bottling emotions up by people who aren't able to process their temper and like more specifically, like any angry emotion. So I didn't do that. I didn't show any angry emotions. I rarely get, I rarely lose my patience maybe when I'm ranting for comedy or if it's something over really stupid, those are like the best times for me to act like I'm really angry and get it out. But it's over something so unserious that it should be taken as comedy. But when I'm, but because I'm not an angry person, you know, I bottle up everything, but I didn't realize that you can also bottle up all your sad emotions. Like it goes the both ways, like not, all negative emotions are just anger. For some reason, that's, that's what I think negative emotions are more thought of. Like the more common emotion you would name if it was negative would be like anger. But um, yeah, this is me just basically saying that because I'm not really an angry person, I forget that I can also be living in an unhealthy way because I'm a sad person and then just thinking like that just makes me feel like I I don't acknowledge my feelings a lot even towards like myself and then that makes me confused over periods of days because I'm just like why do I feel weird like I feel very anxious and I think it's because I'm not listening to myself so it's definitely been taking a lot of um, self-discipline to be like Um, looking at my emotions in the face, you know, and not really running away from them or trying to run away from them as fast as I can, even though that's, you know, what I grew up doing. But like adulthood, you just got to learn a lot, unlearn a lot of things. And uh, one of those is definitely behaviors that you get taught to you. And those are the hardest ones to unlearn because you learn them from your caregivers and you learn them from people who are important to you. And when you grow older, you got to be like, wow, like I got to kind of be careful of uh, what I look up to and, you know, the quality of things. Like I think maybe instead of looking to somebody else, I should look to myself. And that's been something that's been a strong pillar for me right now is my self-identity and my self-esteem. And um, trying to work on that was really awkward at first, because I didn't really know what it entailed to work on oneself, to love yourself. It sounds like it is simple. And basically, it is really simple. But when you get down to it, like, um, it's really hard to figure out like, who you are, you know, like, you're just surrounded by so many people and so many voices. And we all grow up in different ways that sometimes, for me I'm just like who am I like what happens to me on the daily that I appreciate versus what I don't like and how am I to form an identity from all these little preferences and choices that I make throughout my life like how do I piece it together and the piece that was missing for me was that I wanted to be on my own team. I keep on saying it every episode but every episode I say it it's just a nice reminder to myself because you know I don't really talk to myself out loud when I'm driving or when I'm by myself. I don't really talk you know and um, my sister she's the opposite like when she's on her own even at home she'll talk to herself like even in the shower she'll talk to herself but you know it's just her way of going through things you know for me I'm like silent as fuck I just don't talk and I think it's also a simile or an like analogy (sighs) no not not a simile or analogy but it's basically a reflection of what happens on the inside is a better word because it's like let's say I'm really anxious upset I don't talk on the inside I'm not even talking to myself you know and so making this identity for myself and really being there for myself and really trying you know like that's the difference is like you really have to want to try but when you first start like trying to care for yourself and and unlearn a lot of things and just become overall a better person sometimes I forget that um Sometimes I forget that, you know, I'm just a person and I'm, I'm doing my best and I don't really have to put myself in a box. I feel like that's something that I've been trying to do. Sometimes it's like hard to do things when you don't really know what you're doing in the first place. And it's like, you know, I did not spend a lot of my youth you know, hyping myself up and being on my own team. I spent a lot of my youth molding myself to my surroundings for survival and to, you know, get a good outcome and make people happy and not step on too many toes. But also, you know, it comes at an expense, you know, the silence and the peace. It's like at the cost of your own peace of somebody. Like, if you sacrifice something for somebody else's peace, like, then what about yours? You know, yours matters too. What about your piece? And so it's definitely been strides in multiple directions, trying to accomplish this uh, goal. But I feel like uh, I got to look at it more of like, it's not something that I can accomplish, but it's like some way of life to live by, like some mantra of life to just kind of have be the direction of where I'm headed and there doesn't necessarily meet, need to be any kind of conclusion or check mark or big revelation. I feel like it's just something that I need to implement in all my little things in my life, like the decisions I make and who I surround myself with and what I even tell myself. And um I feel like, you know, what what makes it better is that I genuinely want to do these things and I feel like after, you know, cuz you got to put in constant work for yourself and it doesn't have to be hard work it can be like very easy little choices to kind of hold you on autopilot when you're not feeling the most and stuff but just gotta you i'm just like damn i feel like a hippie i'm like you gotta have a mantra man like what's your mantra and like when you really find something that or like a phrase that really motivates you like it stays with you you know and um I feel like that's not a a bad way to live by. I think, you know, definitely I'm not a religious person. I feel like I definitely would be more spiritual because I feel like, you know, it's me. You know, it's me. Like, well, who am I? I guess that, you know, I feel like I'm more comfortable with a spiritual thought on a higher power and like contradiction to like Catholic and Christian beliefs of like God and and Jesus and saviors and sins and atoning for them it's just like a weird way of thinking I'm like aren't we all just animals like who thought up of that like you know we're all just monkeys on this earth like why don't we just why don't we just like keep it simple. Like, why does it have to be something? I feel like Catholicism is really rooted in guilt and guilt tripping. And I feel like that also is kind of basis for why I'm such a tough person on myself is I just grew up in with a lot of voices around me when I was younger and very impressionable about how I can criticize myself and make myself better. And I think um, that's just something that's bled into my adult life. But now I'm really seeing that all that kind of perspective is doing for me is kind of just hindering me and you know people can have their religion and I respect their beliefs even I respect people who have their faith and have still hold on to it I'm like wow like you know it works for you good for you but for me it just um, is something that was used in my upbringing as a weapon and you know I didn't like that I didn't like that I used to when I used to get in trouble you know my mom she would call me Judas. And, you know, I try not to air out too much stuff about my parents because they are, they are good people. You know, they mean well, they gave back to those who are less fortunate, especially their family in the Philippines. You know, they take care of their own and everything is just um, a product of their environment and how they had to grow up. But um, for me, it's just, um, it's not good. And it definitely hopes me back. And I feel like just learning to take myself out of a box and really appreciate myself for everything is the best gift that I can give to myself in my 20s to be able to get me to those 30s, bro. And um, you know, I want to take everybody here with me. And um I hope that's okay, you know, but I definitely feel um very grateful for where I'm at right now despite um the anxiety and all the all the things I had to go through to get to this point. It's, um, you know, there can't be black without white. There's always going to be like some duality of life. And that's just like the human experience. And for me, I feel like I was just ruminating a lot on the negative of what my life was, but now I'm just, you know, turning over a new leaf. You know, maybe that's why I fucking loved animal crossing is just starting new and, uh, creating something with a vision so I'm really just trying to cultivate who I am and um, make uh some kind of profile and personality from the accumulation of whatever choices I make and preferences I have. So it's been really cool to see actually because I really do feel like I am genuinely liking myself a lot and you know it's um something that I hopefully can help me towards another goal of being able to establish boundaries with people and not stand to be treated in ways that I don't like, you know, professional and personal sense. And I feel like this, uh, this direction that I'm trying to head into of being on my own team and being able to put down boundaries, I feel like it's really going to take me far and take me to a lot of opportunities I wouldn't have had before. So it's really exciting because I'm trying to get into that hope core mindset that I'm uh, I'm doing something good for myself. Like, yeah, no, I don't have to make a huge impact in the world. I don't really think, you know, this podcast is going to win a Grammy anytime soon, but it's not impossible is what I'm saying. But um, this is basically just like something that I feel like has been good for me, you know, just uh having some sort of audio media i feel like it helps me to practice um it helps me to practice being me and showing portions of the world who i am and what i'm trying to do to be good for myself and live a happy and fulfilling life you know and fill you in on the spicy details in between and the special interests all that stuff but um Yeah, that's basically all that I had to say, really. It's just um, a little compulsion to give a little extra nugget to whoever wants it on this fine, fine Saturday in real time because, you know, I've been such a hustler. I've been such a fucking grinder that I have been pre-recording episodes just when I feel like it, you know, and I've been airing them out like once a week just so I can kind of portion it out and have some sort of consistency and build up um some episodes so that it gives me the cushion to have the um online consistency but still have a lot of time to myself and integrating like being able to just do and record <coughs> excuse me to do and record as I please so um let's get into media. I've been, um, really into classical again, because as you know, I am reading Akatar and this is quite the feat because it's a five book series. I'm currently on book three. I'm trying to read this and savor this, but I definitely am chomping it up, but I know that I can only read this series for the first time once. So I'm, I'm savoring this shit dude like I'm really trying. <laughs> but it's really fun. I'm um into this book universe. The lore goes deep and then um there's enough romance in it. There's not as much spice. Like I would say it's like level 3 spice, okay? But um as for some books, like sometimes the books that get me really really shy are like 4, 5 spice. It's like kind of crazy. Um and if you want to um, see what I read. I have a Goodreads. Um, you can hit me up at my email, lo.mendiola at gmail.com, or I also have my Goodreads in an Instagram bio, and it is um my Instagram is G's Louise, J5E's Z Louise and um yeah that's it i just oh wait i didn't even give my freaking songs i just like see like i got off that rant because i was talking about how i'm into reading a lot so songs i'm really liking right now are bleached by video days reflections by toshifumi Hinata, roses in a box by elena katz sharon and slash william howard clouds by luke faulkner and libestrom l-i-e-b-e-s-t-a-a oh (laughs) wait hold on lie best rom a-r-u-r-a-u-m if you can figure out how to spell that with how i'm telling you over the ear i'm so impressed but um it's by franz list and arthur rubenstein i almost said arthur robitussin but uh if you're really curious and uh you can't find those songs by my wonderful um description rewind back be a boss like uh, i'm you know not your slave you can go ahead and rewind check it out or you can check out my spotify playlist ballet bops and um username is same as instagram anyways, wow. Not me plugging all my socials, (laughs) not me plugging all my socials at the end of my podcast That's crazy. feels like I'm selling out. Um, but it's just because I, you know, I am, um, I do like to see what people are up to with reading. And I like to think that people like to see what I got to say about what I'm reading too, because I don't do any spoilers because I want would want everybody to read it anybody to read it who hasn't read it to be convinced because of my review okay like for example let me read my one of my reviews right now let's see let me read you (laughs) hold on some of these are actually kind of (laughs) bad hold on let me find a review that i can read to y'all oh okay so for haunting adeline the first book my rating for it was four stars and my buy- my uh, rating description of it or my review said i'm blushing and shy and embarrassed <gasps> oh my gosh that's crazy another one um flip Which is the second book in the next level series of, um, no, yeah, of uh, Brianna Michaels. And for flip, I put, yes, sorry, girl, I'm busy today. I need to gnaw on the bars of my enclosure like a little monkey. So, you know, it kind of shows you like the amount of down bad you get with the books that I read. So that's what I like because I need a book to get me down bad. So if you get any recommendations for me, feel free to message me on anything or text me because y'all probably got my number um, and let me know because, you know. I need something that gets me embarrassed, that gets me shy, makes me turn off my Kindle, walk around a little bit, makes me feel like I have like two heartbeats. Like I need something like really like it's got to be like it's got to it's like a key to a lock, you know, it's got to have the right amount of grooves and flows. And, it's you know, if it works for me, it works for me. So if you got any of that, just let me know. Or just text me, tell me how much you love me, how much you miss me, how much you love the podcast, how you've always been in love with me, how you'd like to see me again, how you'd want to hang out with me, how you would, um, what you would like me to talk about in the next one. But, um, let me stop rambling. I'm definitely doing like the Filipino goodbye where I'm like taking too long. I'm like saying goodbye, but I'm not really, it's just kind of me uh, putting a cushion, but I, uh, the threshold's like so low for conversation. Cause we're saying bye that I can just like say anything else and you'd pay attention. Cause I'm, I'm having you at the edge of your seat here. I, you don't know when I'm going to stop talking.